It's time for Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. Todd Marquardt, attorney at law in Texas. If you're a millionaire or a thousandaire, Talk Law Radio is now on the air. Call in with your business law question, your elder law question. Veteran aid, Medicaid, build a business to get paid. 210-308-8867. Or ask a question online at marquardlawfirm.com. That's M-A-R-Q-U-A-R-D-T, lawfirm.com. And now, it's Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. Welcome to Talk Law Radio with your host, Todd Marquardt. And muffled here in the background, I'm your co-host, Christiana Viegas. I'm your host, Todd Marquardt, attorney with Marquardt Law Firm. Today's show is sponsored by Marquardt Law Firm and Falcon Bank. Falcon Bank... Uh, Where decisions about your future can be difficult, Falcon Bank can make planning for tomorrow a positive experience. From estate planning and administration of trust to investment management, including real estate and mineral management, Falcon Bank offers solutions with an honest evaluation of what you need. Call Falcon Bank at 210-489-4150 to discuss how they may be of service to you. Now, it's time to discover your legal issue blind spots by listening to me talk about the law on the radio. Because I'm a licensed attorney, I must give a disclaimer required by the State Bar of Texas. That's the state agency that governs my law license. The State Bar wants attorneys to inform the public about the law But because legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case, and because laws are ever-changing, material discussed herein is meant for general informational purposes only and is not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Today's topic is going to be Blessings from My Cats with Janet Dumas. Janet, how are you? I'm doing great, Todd. Thank you. Tell us about yourself. Well, I am a native San Antonian. I have been a cat owner for 43 years and a volunteer and cat advocate for 15 years. And how did you get started doing that? Well, it was a process. It started with my reading in 2004, an expose in the San Antonio Express News of the number of animals that were being euthanized by the city of San Antonio. Um, How many? 50,000 dogs Holy and cows. Holy cow. no. It's a huge, huge number. Not only was it a horrible number, but the way that the animals were euthanized was even more horrific. They were gassed to death. And the expose revealed that the employees who were responsible for handling this were supposed to go into the chamber and check the vital signs 
of the animals right. to be sure that they were dead. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. um, which they didn't always do because they were so upset by the wailings of the animals that they got out of that chamber as oh. soon as they could. So as a result, um, it's very sad. Uh, many animals were essentially buried alive. I can't even imagine hearing my own pets. My dog cries needing to go outside. My cat, when he's tired of the doors being shut, um, I can't handle hearing them cry alone. I, I can't even imagine more than scores of them having to be put down that way. Um, I feel that we should be ready to lock up for the ride that we're going to go on for this episode here on Talk Law Radio, Mr. Marcourt. Why don't we start with a prayer? Okay, yes. Dear God, thank you for this day and for all the gifts and blessings that you give to us. Uh, thank you for bringing us together to uh, discuss uh, blessings from my cats today with uh, Janet Dumas. Help us to use this time to uh, spread your word and to teach others about uh, the, the blessings of taking care of uh, your creations. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So if you're looking outside today, we're live today on Talk Law Radio. It is a little dark and gray outside, so much like the weather out there, we're going to try and find the silver linings and the stories that can come with having a feral cat colony in your area. Um, the last week's episode, we had Weston Martinez talking about telecommunications, and next week we're having our new sponsor on of Senior Directory, Mr. Alex Milzer. The Senior Directory is the nation's leading directory for aging adults looking for care and services. Speak to one of our free care advisors at 1-800-955-8510. We are proud to help serve our beloved seniors. And we at Talk Law Radio are proud to take any questions that you might have for our show today. So give us a call since we have Miss Janet here in the station today, she braved the self-isolation and <laughs> wanted to be here in person to take your calls and questions about stray cats and pet ownership. Give us a call by dialing 210, I'm sorry, <clears throat> 210-308-8867. Or you can watch us on our Facebook page, Talk Law Radio and the Scales of Justice and send us your comments in the live stream as I'm watching them now. Yeah, and I also wanted to say that we're giving away three books. And so for the, the first three people that call in, uh, we'll take down your address and, and mail you the book, or you can come by the law office and pick it up. So that number to win a free book, Blessings from My Cats by Janet Dumas, 210 8867. Give us a call before 1150 this morning to, for your chance to win one of those three books. Yes. So you were telling us that your whole passion about uh, helping the feral cats came about uh, through that expose. Um, but th that problem has been solved. Yes, it has, Todd. Um, after the expose, there were a number of community meetings. Um, 
the expose created an outcry from a number of dog and cat advocacy and rescue groups who demanded more information. And so uh, through these meetings, um, I became aware of the huge challenge that San Antonio had at that time uh, with the number of outdoor dogs and cats. Mm. Yeah, well, that that's a good thing. I'm glad that that got corrected. So now... Uh, what typically happens uh, when the when the shelters get full? Great question. Um, a number of things have happened. Um, feral, for one thing, feral cats are no longer brought to the city of San Antonio to be killed. Oh, really? Um, as unbelievable as it sounds, uh, back in two thousand and four. The city loaned traps to people to trap fey and stray and feral cats for the express reason of taking them to the city to be killed. Oh, no. Um, so what developed was a number of partnerships between the city and various rescue groups who would take in animals, foster them, adopt them out. Um, the Feral Cat Coalition... Uh, was new and at that time, but they uh, were able to get a lot of grant funding to provide low-cost spay and neuter. Okay, then. So we have a lot more to dive into of what it was that gave you the inspiration to start writing this book to be an advocate for the stray and feral cats of San Antonio and other pets that are out there. If you want to win one of the free books that we're giving away, Blessings from My Cats by Janet Dumas, dial in now at 210-308-8867 for your chance to win a book or our Facebook page, Talk Law Radio with Todd Marcourt. We'll be right back after this commercial and we look forward to taking your calls. You've heard him on Talk Law Radio. Now work with his firm yourself. Marquardt Law Firm is the go-to firm in San Antonio for wills, trusts, and powers of attorney. Want to have a say on who will get your money and assets when you die instead of leaving it up to a judge? Then you need a proper estate plan in place, and Marquardt Law Firm can help you do just that. It can also develop a strategy for your long-term care financing and help maneuver the complicated Medicaid process for your family. Call them today to schedule your no-cost legal consultation. Call 210-530-4278. Again, that's 210-530-4278. Protect what's yours with Marquardt Law Firm. MarquardtLawFirm.com. Welcome back to Talk Law Radio with your host, Todd Marquardt. I'm your co-host, Christiana Villegas, and we're here live today at the radio station with book author, Janet Dumas, sharing with us her experiences that inspired her to write the book, Blessings from My Cats. And we are giving away two more books that are available. We've already gotten one call in and a reservation. So get them before we run out at dialing 210 308 
888-888-8867. Or if you have questions about stray cats or animal care, send us your comments in Facebook live stream on Talk Law Radio. Janet, tell us about the blessings. Well, many, many, many blessings. Um, um, It is extremely rewarding uh, to help these cats. Um, The TNR, trap, neuter, return process, actually extends the lives of cats um, because when they're not producing, you don't have male cats fighting other males and fighting females. Um, managed feral cat colonies, the people, the volunteers feeding the cats are able to assess if there are any injuries to the cats or illnesses of the cats. Um, I did want to back up for a minute here and let our listeners know how I actually transitioned into actually being an advocate. So it was after that, a couple of years after that um, expose, that I saw some kittens, tiny kittens, diving into a dumpster at one of my job sites. Mm-hmm. And so I knew I wanted to help the cats. I remembered San Antonio Feral Cat Coalition. So I learned how to trap cats. And uh, within a couple of years, I was co-managing three feral cat colonies. Wow, that's uh, quite a repertoire and a group that you have to look over. So I have a small offhanded question just about cats being able to understand people's characters are being a natural cat lover uh do you cats sense if you are going to be compatible for them and that you can be trusted or if you have like a a lot of dogs around you are they still a little wary even though you have good intentions well cats like dogs they they understand kindness um feral cats And let me quickly define feral. Feral means a cat that has not been socialized to human touch. They're cats that are born outside. Um, Feral cats, because they are not socialized, um, are very fearful of humans. But we find that many, not all feral cats, but many feral cats actually bond with their caregivers and some of them will allow petting. Uh, many of them will nuzzle your legs while you're getting their food ready, just like your own cat would who lives in your house with you. Okay, then. So are feral cats, sorry, <clears throat> feral cats better pets by living outdoors, or should they be tried to learn how to train being indoor cats and transition from there yeah can you bring them inside well that's a great question um the general rule and i have seen this proven to be true is that most cats cannot be socialized to the point of being able to be an indoor pet if you get to them after they're about 12 weeks of age um but if they're kittens under that age, 
they can become fully socialized and be an indoor cat, sleep on your bed, just like any other cat would. And just a quick thing, I say feral cat colony, but actually a number of stray cats live in feral cat colonies as well. So what's the difference there? So a stray cat is a cat that was somebody's pet. It's a cat that is socialized. Um, Also, socialization is kind of a continuum. Um, Feral cats may what we call tame down Mm -hmm. to the point of being able to be petted. Um, But stray cats, a stray cat is a cat that you see that may approach you. Um, A feral cat will never approach a human. Okay, so you can tell a difference almost right away. Absolutely, Todd. Well, those are some of the questions that people might have trying to understand the difference in the animal kingdom. Just like we have someone who wants to share their own questions on the phone, we have Al on the line. Can you hear us, Al? Yes, I can. Thank Thank you you so much for patiently waiting. You are live on Talk Law Radio, and the topic is about blessings from my cats and book author Janet Dumas is sharing her experience. What kind of questions or comments do you want to make? I have two questions. Uh, My first question is, the problem is with neighbors. For some reason, people just uh, don't like pets, don't like cats or dogs, Mm -hmm. and I'm specifically uh, cats. Uh, In the past, when when I fed uh, pets, you know, colonies or whatever, uh, people that don't even live in the neighborhood will pass by honk and shoot the finger at me, and they'll say, stop being pets. Oh, no. Oh, yes, yes, they do that. And I just tell them, yes, I know I'm number one. Uh, I will continue <laughs> to be pets, okay? Uh, I mean, believe me, there are so many people that cannot stand uh, people that feed pets. Now, you know, I spend my own money. I work extra jobs just so I can afford that. And, and people just seem to just don't like for people to feed pets. And my second question is, you know, when I'm driving down the road, especially the highways, I see dead, you know, cats and dogs that have been run over. And I always call in uh, to, to 311 and to text dot, And I tell them, hey, uh, there's a dead cat, uh, exit so-and-so, Highway 90 or whatever. And they tell me, well, we have 24 to 48 hours. And I tell them, listen, life is life. It doesn't matter if it's a cat or a dog or a human. You wouldn't want a human sitting laying out there right. dead for 48 hours. Wow. So, uh, I mean, uh, they don't have they don't have any problems, especially during holidays and weekends. And to me, it's a disgrace that people run over them, and and then you know they're laying there. Uh, people are running over them again. They're getting uh, the the weather elements, the heat, the rain, the, the hail. You know, everyone is supposed to die with some dignity. It doesn't matter. Life is life. Jesus said, "Feed the hungry. Hungry is hungry." We right. didn't say just feed the human hungry, and and this uh, people need to, to 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 have some type of of, of discipline in that. Thank you for sharing your too. testimony with us, Al. Appreciate that. It was great to hear your voice. Thank you again, Al. We hope to hear from oh. you later on more. Oh, I, if, if, what time did this show come on? This I just turned comes, it on right now. Oh, absolutely. We are on 11 o'clock every Saturday, and you can find our YouTube channel by visiting Talk Law Radio and find the scales of justice. May oh, I just good. say, Al, I want to thank you for your compassion. 
uh, in feeding cats and taking care of God's creatures. Thank you. There's nobody that has uh, that loves pets more than me. Trust mm. me, I take care of them uh, religiously, and I love them to death. I really do. Bless you. I just you. wish people would 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 feel more like me. I I agree. Okay. You will be rewarded, Al. We'll Thank talk you. to you I next time, it. Al. Stay tuned. Thank you. Bye bye. And it appears that the lines are going crazy this morning. <laughs> Everybody wants a piece of You're sharing their popular, cat stories. You're very popular, Janet. <laughs> so we already have our first <clears throat> first book winner, Miss Deborah Hanks, who called in earlier and claimed one of the three book giveaways that we're doing today with Miss Janet Dumas and her blessings from my cats. If you want to win a book or share your cat stories, give us a call by dialing 210-308-8867. And much like Al had quoted of Jesus instructing us to be more kind to one another, whether we're on two feet or on four, if you have friends that aren't accepting Christ and they might not have the same view, maybe you can tell them from Mahatma Gandhi the greatness of a nation and its moral progress can be judged by the way its animals are treated. I agree with that, yeah. So, Janet, uh, tell us a story about one of the, one of the first cats that you uh, became friends with. Oh, well, um, that would be the cats at the first feral colony that I managed, um, Toby was the head cat, and she became the mascot for the retirement community. Um, She showed her affection for me by when I spoke with her, she would open and close her eyes very slowly. And within time, I had never seen that in a cat before and have encountered it um, another couple of times in the past 15 years. But over time, she did allow petting uh, by myself and members of our team. Um, There was um, another cat uh, named Austin who was one of the males at that same colony. He really did not come around much except um, to eat. I think I was the food lady to him. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And uh, he never allowed petting, uh, very skittish. Um, It wasn't until he actually was dying that I realized that he felt he had a relationship with me. Um, It was just different. What happened, Todd, was when I went to the colony that day, I saw that we had noticed him losing weight over the weeks. But again, because he was so skittish and he always eluded trapping, um, but so I could not trap him to get him medical care. But one day at the colony, he was so thin, he was weak, he could barely stand. He, I, he walked right over to me. I had been trapping. I had a trap next to me with food in it. His feral fear of me was gone. 
and I sensed he wanted to come with me. So I put him in the trap. I brought him to my home. And in his last hours, um, he was in the trap. I was with him. I spoke to him lovingly, told him about the beautiful kittens he had sired and how I had found homes for them. So that was very special that he wanted to be with me in his last remaining hours. Even though they can't speak the same language, there's still ways that animals show. They understand what it is that you're doing and what your intentions are. And we might not be fully able to appreciate their gratitude, but it's gratitude nonetheless. Mark, was that our, our third book giveaway? No, that was something else. Someone had so called we, in. <laughs> so we still have a, a third book that we can give away in the uh, third and fourth segments of the show. We're going to come on a, a longer break, but we'll come back to talk to Janet more about her book, Blessings from My Cats. This is Talk Law Radio with your host, Todd Marquardt. By the way, if you miss a show or if you just want to... Uh, learn about some other legal issues, you can go to our website, www.talklawradio.com. You can listen to previous episodes there or on Facebook Live or on YouTube. Look for those scales of justice. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Talk Law Radio with Todd Marcourt, and I'm your co-host, Christiana Viegas. We're back from break live here on our show with Janet Dumas, book author of Blessings from My Cats. Before we went on break, we had Miss Georgia, who was on the line and left us a question wanting to know who can she contact for providing donations for these feral and stray cats? And that would be the San Antonio Feral Cat Coalition. We have a foster program and an adoption program. So we accept the same kind of supplies that shelters would. Food, um, any other supplies, feeding dishes, blankets, towels, things like that. We're fortunate to have their website information. If you visit San Antonio, spelled out, feralcats.org, O-R-G, Look for sanantonioferalcats.org, and you can be able to find information of how to provide donations, participate in their TNR program, and if you're still unsure if you want to take that leap and help out the ferals and strays, call us now by dialing 210-308-8867 for your chance to win our last free copy of Blessings from My Cat by Janet Dumas. And you can find out what kind of stories she had to go through with helping the feral colonies in her area. And in addition to um, her feral cats, uh, our law office had a feral cat one time. We named him Lolly. It was when our office was located over on Sprucewood near North Park Mall. And we had to learn as we went along because we didn't know that Janet... (laughs) had so much great information um our our staff would put out food for him that was the easy part 
But then we, we learned that when we were closed for a long weekend uh, that we needed to buy an automatic feeder. <laughs> and then when the winter came, we turned one of those igloo coolers into a, a shelter for him. Aww. So uh, Lolly has a special place in my heart, even though he doesn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, awesome. In addition to uh, feral cats, Janet, you have also uh, helped stray cats as well. Tell us about that. Yes, Todd. <clears throat> After my advocacy, prior to my advocacy, I had never adopted. Um, a stray cat. I had uh, been an owner of Persians. And uh, with the advocacy, I saw the need. Uh, I saw all the stray cats. And so I began adopting strays. A couple of them I, I brought home from the colonies. And one of the things that so amazed me with these stray cats was the deep appreciation that they felt for being rescued. And these felines showed me and continue to show me every day of their life how much they appreciate being rescued. Um, And they show it in different ways. Um, My cat, Joey, uh, is my neck nuzzler. And um, he will follow me around the house, much like a dog. Um, My cat, Haley, shows her affection by me, by, uh, to me, by sleeping on my bed. And if I get the slightest sniffle, she goes into red alert territory. What's red alert territory? Well, she moves closer to me. She stares at me, and her eyes get very, very big. She will not leave her post until I assure her that I'm fine. And she has to believe it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, my dog Lucky is kind of that way. If I sneeze, he will jump up on me and lick my face. So this morning that happened... And I, I told him, thank you for saying bless you. <laughs> My animals just look at me like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> but that might be because my sneeze is too high-pitched for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're all so different in how they they show their appreciation. Um, my cat, Kelly, she the way she showed her appreciation was what I called mommy appreciation rituals she would seek me out and meow at me loudly until I got up from my chair and she'd start walking away from me meowing and I finally realized the message was mommy follow me (laughs) so she would walk through the house and go to one of the rooms where no other cats were so that she could have some private one-on-one time with me. A little bit like how Samantha, one of your Persians, was trying to get her nighttime playtimes, wasn't she? Yes, little Sam. Um, She's in the book also, as Kelly and Joey are. And so it was very confounding. There were 
several nights in a row, in the middle of the night, I would hear this very loud, distressed kind of a meow, like like an animal is sick or injured. And I would get up, and Sam would be fine. I would speak to her, are you okay, baby? What's wrong? I'd pet her. She'd be fine. And then she would bring me one of her toys. And I would play with her a few minutes, and I'd go, okay, let's go back to bed. So this went on for about three nights. Um, I told a coworker about it. We were in the break room. There were actually a couple of them there. They started laughing hysterically. <laughs> they said, Janet, don't you get it? She's waking you up for a nighttime play session. <laughs> what a smart cat. I've never experienced that with any other cat. So the next night when she pulled that, I didn't get out of bed. And how long did that have to go for that you had to break her off? Actually, it was just a couple of nights of me not getting out of bed, and she realized the game was over. So then a lot of pet owners, depending on their living circumstances, have different methods and routines that they develop with their pets. Um, How do you end up learning the routines of feral cats that you pass by on your way? Are there uh, social etiquettes or laws that people should be aware of if they're going to start caring for an animal in their area? Well, you know, the cats, they sort of teach us. They teach their humans um, what kind of routines they have, and they do have different routines. And I learned um, with the feral cats, those that were not as shy, um, once I fed them, they wanted to hang around. They would stop eating and then just kind of lie down and give themselves a bath, you know, the way cats do. There were other feral cats who once they ate, they took off. They went back into hiding. So they're also different. Um, When I started my advocacy, I was very naive. I thought that my role would be only to feed and water these wild cats and that was it. But I soon learned that the felines had much more in store for me. Um, They quickly uh, gathered me in with their unique personalities, their little antics. And as I say in the book, how is it possible to fall in love with an animal that I cannot touch, pet, cuddle, or kiss. So you develop a loving relationship with them. Uh, what does the law say about that? If, if you start taking care of the cats, do they become your legal responsibility? They do, Todd. Um, Texas law says that If you are feeding, and this goes for dogs as well, if you are feeding uh, domestic animals like dogs and cats, the state assumes that you have taken ownership of these animals. And so if you cease 
the feeding and watering, then you are in violation of animal protection laws. That would be like neglect, I guess. That would be neglect. I guess that uh, brings the true statement that some moms tell their kids, don't start feeding it, it'll <laughs> follow you. Right. <laughs> That's very true. But unless you have the time and compassion to be able to provide for these animals, if you can't train them to move in with you, then there's that upside of having them already accustomed to their outdoor environment. But one of the questions I want to ask Janet when we come back is what kind of dangers do stray and feral animals have being exposed out in the wilderness? If you have any questions or you want to have a chance to win the last free book giveaway, dial us in now by dialing 210-308-8867 for your chance to win Blessings from My Cat by Janet Dumas. We have one more segment before we go and finish our show here on Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. Send us your comments and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Find us with the Scales of Justice or our podcast if you're on the move and you can't watch our videos. iTunes. <laughs> By going to the Apple Podcast iTunes. Stay tuned after this break. You've heard him on Talk Law Radio. Now work with his firm yourself. Marquardt Law Firm is the go-to firm in San Antonio for wills, trusts, and powers of attorney. Want to have a say on who will get your money and assets when you die instead of leaving it up to a judge? Then you need a proper estate plan in place. Marquardt Law Firm can help you do just that. They can also develop a strategy for your long-term care financing and help maneuver the complicated Medicaid process for your family. Call them today to schedule your no-cost legal consultation. Call 210-530-4278. Again, that's 210-530-4278. Protect what's yours with Marquardt Law Firm. MarquardtLawFirm.com. Welcome back to Talk Law Radio with your host, Todd Marquardt, and I'm your co-host, Christiana Viegas. We are live today before we finish our show with Janet Dumas talking about her book and experiences in Blessings from My Cats. One of the questions I wanted to ask you, Janet, was some of these cats being exposed to the outdoors. You say that they're accustomed to doing it. It's just their lifestyle. It's their character. Sometimes they're not adoptable and they can't be indoors. So what kind of dangers do we have to worry about? Is is there any kind of shelter that can be given to these cats? What kind of predators are waiting for them? Well, that's a great question. Um, there are many perils for outdoor cats. They are um, exposed to the elements. They uh, can be attacked by other animals, by humans, who um, may shoot them with BB guns or real bullets. They are subject to disease. Um, attack, getting attacked by another cat can spread disease like feline leukemia, mm. feline HIV. What? It's the equivalent of... Uh, HIV and AIDS in humans. Oh. Um, also... I'm not letting my cat outside anymore. <laughs> yeah. I was considering it, but not now. Well, many, many people are surprised at that. Um, so, neutering and spaying cats 
actually protects them because uh, males are no longer fighting males. They're no longer fighting over females. Mm-hmm. Um, females are not getting injured by very aggressive males. So in, there are fewer injuries then and fewer diseases that are passed on. But one thing I think your callers will want to know, it's sad, but it's a fact that most feral kittens die um, because of exposure to the elements and exposure to predator animals. Hmm. Um, When you hear uh, of just anybody who finds kittens in their yard, they say, well, there's, you know, one little kitten or two kittens wandered onto my porch, you can be sure that that was a litter of either four to six kittens, and most of them did not survive. Oh, no. Did you want to read a passage from your book? I would love to. Um, One of my rescued cats um, is Kelly. Her chapter in the book is La Hija Bonita, Mm -hmm. because this is San Antonio, (laughs) and she was my pretty daughter. So each time I travel, like most pet parents, I worry about the well-being of my cats while I'm away. I especially fret over how they will behave toward each other. Will the fur fly in mommy's absence? Will I return home to a cat catastrophe of broken (laughs) lamps and furniture? The puns are alive. If my cat Kelly could talk, this is what she would have told me after I returned from a recent four-day trip. Mommy, 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 come here quickly. I want to tell you what happened while you were gone. The other cats misbehaved. (laughs) Joey was a very bad boy. He broke your blue vase. He wouldn't leave Haley alone. He spilled his food and water. Rory peed outside the box, but he didn't mean to. Carrie Ann knocked the pillows off the kitchen chair and the bench in the living room. She disobeyed you and played with the mini blind cords in the kitchen. But I was a very good girl. That's amazing. And while you were reading us that passage, we got a caller on the line. Miss Debbie is joining us. Can you hear us, Miss Debbie? Yes, thank you. Good morning. Good morning, and welcome to Talk Law Radio. You're live on the air. Do you have any questions or um, about what Miss Janet is going through or any kind of comments you want to share with us? Yes, I do. Um, I And first, I, I applaud her, uh, Janet, so very, very much for what you are doing and for your courage in standing up for the animals. And, and I know that it does take courage. And if I may ask, uh, because I've worked with the ferals a little bit and the different kinds of things that come up in neighborhoods, if you could just speak a little bit about situations where courage has been needed on your part and the issues with standing up for these animals in a world that does not always understand what the issues are around taking care of them 
and I, I appreciate your answer so much. Thank you for your call. Thank you, Miss Debbie. Thank you, Debbie. Thank you. Um, I think courage is a good word. Uh, there have been a number of instances uh, in being a feral cat colony manager when my team and I um, had to push back against cat haters who did not want us to feed. Um, what did you have to do? We had to, at times, replace bowls because they were taken away. We got to a point where we stopped using bowls and we would just put the food down on the ground. Um, sometimes it was a situation where the apartment complex manager or uh, was willing to talk with us so that we could educate, uh, mainly when people protest at a condominium in a neighborhood. Right. When they protest the feeding, it's simply a lack of knowledge about feral and stray cats. So having to develop a courage of making your own stand and doing your own activities to advocate for these cats when other people don't approve of it, they don't understand why you have that mission. Do you think that it took a lot of courage for you to embrace the spiritual journey that you went through? Yeah, how about writing a book? That, that takes some courage, right? Oh, Todd, that was the beginning of a journey. Um, I had been... Uh, feeding the cats and had adopted some stray cats. So I was into the advocacy for several years when one day um, on a Saturday um, I heard a message in my head that said, you are to write a book about your cats. Where do you think that message came from? I knew instantly that it was of divine origin. Um, that day and for the next two weeks, all day long, I heard, write a book about your cats. I was so kind of obsessed with the technical message and technical part of the message in terms of I've never written a book before. How would I start? How can I do that? What's Who the name will help of it? me? <laughs> yeah, I, I was just distracted by how am I going to do this? And I didn't realize that I had not acknowledged receiving the message. So on about the 14th day after hearing the message all day long, I finally said, Okay, God, I get it. I hear you. I will write a book about my cats. And I never heard the message again. About several months later, I was several chapters in to writing, and I was on the way to church, and I was not thinking about what to call the book, but I didn't have a title. I, I had thought of some things, a few titles, but nothing that really grabbed me. So a message filled my head. You are to call your book Blessings from My Cats. 
And when I got that message, I immediately, I said out loud, thank you, God. What a wonderful title. So you know that uh, Markport Law Firm sponsors this show, and we do a lot of last wills, living trusts, and estate planning at Markport Law Firm. And when we do all of that planning, uh, the, the goal is always the legacy of our client. So we'd like to ask our guests during this segment and the last part of our show, uh, what would your legacy be, Janet? What would you like, how would you like to be remembered? How would you like to be remembered, Ms. Well, Janet? Well, I want to be remembered as an animal lover, as an advocate for neglected and vulnerable cats, as someone who tried to improve the lives of outdoor cats while educating people about the perils of outdoor cats and educating people about the benefits of spay-neuter. So my book, I I wanted, of course, to entertain people, but I wanted to educate people. Um, Lastly, I want to be remembered as a voice for the voiceless. It took me several years to realize realize the totality of this spiritual journey, Um, but I realized that I was chosen to be a voice for God's creatures. Amen. Amen. Thank you for sharing that. I also want to share with our listeners that Falcon Bank is a sponsor. Decisions about your future can be difficult, but at Falcon Bank, the trust department can make planning for tomorrow a positive experience. From estate planning and administration of trust to investment management, including real estate and mineral management, Falcon Bank offers solutions with an honest evaluation of what you need. Call Falcon Bank at 210-489-4150 to discuss how they may be of service to you. It's been a great show having you with us, Miss Janet. Thank, Thank you. you again for making time for us this Saturday morning. We were only able to give away two out of the three books. Would you like us to hold on to that third one as next week's giveaway for a chance for people to get access to it? Absolutely. And I would like to invite our listeners to my book signing on Saturday, June the 6th from 11 to 1 at the Twig Bookstore at the Pearl. Absolutely, then. You can find that flyer on our Facebook page. And stay tuned for next week with Alex Milzer and the Senior Directory, newest sponsor of Talk Law Radio. We'll see you at 11 next week.